0: What up, E12? What up, Lucas Rock? Yo, hello, hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Hey, what would you say your favorite artificial flavor is? Um, I really like watermelon. Oh. or grape oh mm-hmm. I can get behind the grape grape what? never misses yeah that's true watermelon tough but the grape I, I agree with you are you like a blueberry kind of guy oh big how did you know that actually blue raspberry not blueberry though No, nah, blue raspberry that's the move
1: blueberry people are
0: suspect to say the least yeah except for Madame Blueberry she's solid who Madame Blueberry oh yeah Oh, yeah. Hey, let's talk about things that matter. V12 wrap-up. Hope you guys enjoyed the message. Um, It was all about suffering. So super fun uh, topic that we discussed. Everybody loves talking about suffering. Shrock, you are a uh, former athlete, a a NARP as it may be. I am. Non-athletic regular person. And so... Good for you for knowing that acronym. Well, duh. And uh, yeah, you've suffered as an athlete before. Talk about... Talk about suffering in anything we do and and answer this question for me. Is anything done that's worthwhile? Does it require suffering? Or is there anything in the world that's worth value that doesn't require any suffering? Through the lens of like your athletic experience.
1: Yeah. Suffering is not easy when you're in the moment, but there's a lot of benefits to it as well. I think of like just anywhere in athletics, if you work out, at all. There's this fancy um, anatomy term called hypertrophy, which is when you work out, your muscles are tired and they break down. But then with good rest and good nutrition, they're going to build back up stronger than they were before. Hmm. And so I think suffering in our faith is oftentimes very similar, where we go through different hard trials. And it seems like we're being broken down, but when we lean into God's love and lean into his grace and compassion and mercy, we're going to be built up into a stronger follower after the suffering.
0: So you would say no pain, no gain. There's some real truth to that. There's got to be some pain if there's going to be some gain.
1: I think when approached in a healthy way, yeah. Because you can go into it, you can approach that um, mindset being very reckless. Yeah. And I don't think that's wise.
0: Yeah. Pain's not the goal, but it's certainly necessary on the journey to getting somewhere meaningful. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's sports or your spiritual walk or your academics or anything, really, probably.
1: Yeah. And the Bible talks about that as well. I think of Psalm 66 as an example. The psalmist writes, like, you have, like, took us through fire, you refined us like silver. Um, in order to, yeah, bring us into a place of abundance, and so uh, it's throughout Scripture as well that we
0: see the benefits from suffering and different trials. So, a lot of what we were talking about tonight was reframing suffering from thinking of it as just a negative thing to something that is actually an honor. Uh, if we suffer for the right things, if we suffer with Christ, it's a badge of honor. It's something that we're going to be rewarded for. It's something that uh, gives us a share of the glory that is coming to Jesus in the next life. He says he will he will share that with us. We'll be co-heirs of that if we join him in his sufferings. And so there's not just negatives to suffering, but there's also some real positives. And not just in the next life, but in this life too, which we we talked a lot about um, and so I think the challenge for this message is, you know, whatever your suffering looks like. If you're in a part of the world where Christianity is illegal and you die for your faith, or if you live in Emporia, Kansas, and you're not going to probably die for being a Christian, but you may get a funny look, or you may get excluded, or you may get something bad said about you, um, we've got to be willing to to pay the price and to to count the cost and to suffer with Christ, because whoever suffers with Christ will be a part of his glory in the next life, right? Absolutely. And just remembering like Christ emptied
1: himself out for us as well. He took the form of a slave or a servant to suffer for us. Um, That's what Philippians 2 is all about. And so remembering that Christ went through the deepest suffering um, so that we could have a relationship with him so that we can be free from our sins. And so remembering that, having that, at the forefront of our minds and our heart posture, I think is vital as well.
0: Oh, totally. You go back and you read the passion account of Jesus giving his life for us and all the things that led up to it and what he went through on our behalf. And it's like, if he can go through that, I can do most anything for him. So you're right. Remembering what Jesus did for us is a great uh catalyst for our faith to like launch us into this. Uh, desire to 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 suffer for him and to be, not the desire to suffer, but like to say, Jesus, I'll put my life on the line. I'll do whatever it takes to bring you glory. I'm not going to be ashamed of you. Be part of that Romans 1, 1, 6 gang, you know? Yeah, exactly. Don't be ashamed. Okay. Guys, hope this was useful. One more week of First Peter next week and uh, go out there, live unashamed, be willing to suffer for the name of Christ, whatever that looks like. And like we said, we challenge you to get into the word, this week with 1 Peter 3, 13 through four nineteen. So make that your quiet time. Um, honestly, there's enough in there to keep you busy all week long. So make that your text for this week. Meditate on it, and we'll see you next week.